everybody. Welcome to another Park Report podcast interview. This is Roy. Hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, my guest today is Arian Lucasen, known for his work with Arian, and he has a brand new album with a project called Star One, which is back after a 10-year hiatus. Uh, the album Revel in Time comes out on February 18th. We also have a video uh, version of this interview, which you can see on our YouTube page. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel and also our podcast networks. And uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now here's my interview with Arian Lucasen. Good to see you, man. How are you doing? All good, man. All good. And you? Yeah, doing okay. Excellent. I, uh, Excellent. I feel I feel. I look at your interview schedule and I just feel terrible. It is. It has been oh. so many. I mean, no, not at all. I, really, I, I, I remember from doing interview tours that I had like fifteen a day. Now, twenty a day. Some one day in France, I had twenty. Wow. And you get to number fifteen, and you're like, I don't know what I already said to this interviewer. So you're just repeating yourself, or did I already say this? And who are you? And it, it was too much. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but at least now, you know, at least you're you're home, right? That's so much easier. It's got to be a lot. Better. Yeah, and it's it's not that much at all. You know, it's yeah. uh, I think after 10, I start to feel it now, you know, yeah. getting older and shit. And then your head is like, oh, and, it's and, sort uh, of a, a weird uh, dynamic, right? Because on the other hand, if no one, there's no interviews, then you're like, well, what happened? No one. That's wants, awful. No one wants to speak to me. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, that's even worse. Even right. worse. Yeah. yeah. I remember on the promo tour, we went, we came into Switzerland, and there was like, okay, let's do the interviews. Well, there's only one. Okay. Nice. <laughs> we came all the way to Switzerland, but. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, yeah, that would yeah. suck uh so you have well, the same C cd racks as, as i have exactly the same there you go <laughs> see yeah i uh maybe makes, maybe also makes, the same cds probably many similar <laughs> cds yeah i'm sure yeah. uh well uh, we we, we want to talk about the new uh star one album comes out uh february 18th revel in time uh returning to uh star one for after about 10 years yes. um you know, listen, I'm going to, like we mentioned, a lot of these questions you've been asked, but I, I think we need to give a no little problem bit of, at all. of a, of a of brief, course. Uh, background about why, uh, why you brought this back. What, what prompted yeah. you to return to Star One and, uh, and work on this music? Uh, well, as I always say, every album I make is a reaction to the previous album. Uh, so if I make like this very big, huge album, you know, I make a small acoustic album after that. Uh, the album before this was Transitus by uh, Arion. And uh, it was kind of like a musical, you know, people didn't expect it. Um, uh, some weren't too happy with it, I have to say, uh, which, you know, I, I've, I've uh, for, 50, for 25 years, you know, uh, people always told me, Arion's great, Arion's fantastic, everyone loves everything, endless, you know. and only positive reviews and then suddenly you make an album and there's like uh, negative noises <laughs> and uh, on the one side it hurts but on the other side i'm like okay these people are honest uh Fair and enough, yeah. they were they were also honest when they said they like my stuff you know it's not like everything i do is great and uh, right but yeah still I, I i was like okay you know transitus wasn't really a prog album it wasn't really a metal album um and I, I think people just expected something different. So I was like, 
I got to make some noise now, you know, for me, but also for the fans. And uh, I, I want to make it less complicated, just guitar riffs and the guitars will lead me to the chorus and will lead me to the, you know, not to think too much about it. And uh, <clears throat> that automatically leads me to star one. And like you said, you know, it's been more than 10 years since the last one. So I guess it was about time. Yeah. Uh, look, I got to tell you, I mean, I love this record. It's a, it's a fun record. The, the performances are great. It's, it's energetic. It, it, you know, it, it still sounds like what you do, but it sort of has a, I don't know, maybe just like a freshness about it. The, the hooks are, are right there. Like you're saying, you know, it's not, not overly complicated, but it's a lot of fun. Um, it was, it's fun to make and write. I think. It was very much fun to make. You know, it was because transitus was like, hard work which i don't mind you know i like hard work but still you know just to let it flow and like you say it was a fun album uh also because the guest musicians were so great you know each and every one of them was just not just a great musician or a great singer but great persons you know yeah. <laughs> but every I, re I remember saying to laurie oh this guy is so nice yeah but you said that about the previous one and, but really they're all so extremely nice such extremely nice guys you know which you would say what what do you care you know <laughs> you have an album to make and as long as it's good what what the hell but it's important for me you know it's important sure. that 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 they like my music, that they like the song, that maybe they even like the movie. It just, I, I don't know, it puts me in a good mood and it gives me inspiration. Right. And then it's not a, a, a chore, like, oh, I got to work with this guy again. Why, no, why, no. why did I ask him? I'm regretting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had that, you know, I had that in the past, like, yeah, oh, shit, you know, or it doesn't work out or I don't have a good feeling about it. And then I just don't release it. So often in, in interviews, I get asked, uh, who is your favorite on the album? Yeah, all of them, you know, because those I didn't like didn't make the album. Yeah, so, interesting. Really. Right. Yeah. So there's some people maybe we 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 don't know in the past that you you worked with that just never you never talked about. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Sometimes when I'm in an angry mood, I maybe say something too much, you know, about someone. <laughs> but yeah, there have been people <laughs> that were. Uh, disappointing as maybe as as a person or maybe also as a musician uh but um you know i i'm very demanding i'm a totally spoiled bastard you know i i worked with the best musicians in in the world and now again on this album i mean damn it you know steve Vai, jolene turner also alan florians it's <laughs> it's amazing so i'm totally spoiled yeah so i, the, I wrote the down, bar is very high so i wrote down some of those same same names that uh you know like jolene turner is one of my favorite singers and uh same here um great i mean the fact he still sounds amazing as i mean you really have a uh, generational you're covering all all the generations right you're going from jolene right. turner to ross yeah, jennings yeah. you know you got all yeah. different eras in there um totally right yeah. what's the juggling act in in figuring out who sings on what and who goes where and who should work with who and you know well firstly uh, i wanted like you said i wanted my heroes the heroes that i grew up listening to you know i mean when i heard spotlight kid or or can't let you go or whatever you know uh, bent out of shape straight between the eyes difficult to cure you know i was such a big Jolin turner fan you know so I've, I've been trying him earlier to get him, but um, 
he couldn't do it so this time he could do it so yeah i wanted to make a mix of uh of my heroes and new talent so uh basically what i do i i make a list you know there's this list of my absolute legends you know and and the big names are on there like robert plant and ian gillen and david gilmore and kate bush and dio and bowie who unfortunately are not here anymore <laughs> unfortunately um but I'm also subscribed to a lot of magazines and I read all the reviews and when they talk about like this singer is amazing you know this used the new Dio or whatever I would always write write it down and then check it out on YouTube 99% uh, of the time I don't like it <laughs> <You know? laughs> or, or at least I, I'm not like whoa you know because I'm spoiled like I said but every now and then there's a singer that I just like and I like the voice and they still blow me away so I make a list of those then the songs are ready and then i look at the list and then i'm like okay which singer would fit which song uh, and most of all um which singer do i think would like this song you know if i take fate of man i'm like damn it you know britney slaves would like this track you know and she would probably also be a terminator fan uh, plus her voice would be perfect for this so yeah that's that's the way I think. And only sometimes would I specially write something for a singer. Like I saw Brandon Yakely of Crowbot and uh, on YouTube with, with the track uh, uh, Low Life. And I was like, oh, this singer, it's perfect. It's totally different style of music than me, but he, he would be brilliant. And then I specially wrote a track for him. So that happens too. There are no rules really. Yeah. One of the guys that you've worked with for a while, uh, but was new to me recently, you know, the last couple of years was uh, Michael Mills, uh, Toe Hider, his, his band. How did you come across finding him? Uh, I think I read something about it. Uh, yeah, I read something about it. Then I went to YouTube. Then I saw a Toe Hider song and I totally loved it. Yeah, it was, it's crazy it, stuff. It was very... It was very much a Queen track, very yeah, Queen, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and uh, uh, the good Queen, you know, Queen Two, Queen One, uh, those those days, you know. And, and I totally, I loved it. And then in the sidebar, you have all these suggestions. And I saw this guy with an acoustic guitar uh, playing "Thick as a Brick," and I just clicked on it, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's good too," you know. Whoa playing and singing perfectly. So I put a comment there: "Hey, man, great cover." not expecting to hear anything and then he reacted man i love your music and thanks for the for the big compliment so i started writing with him and then i found out that he was also the guy behind toe Hider. so it was kind of like a, mm. uh, and he became my hero and i was like you're going to get a major part on my next aerial album which was the theory of everything and he right. came all the way from australia uh, and he was in Holland a couple of weeks even, you know, he didn't, uh, he wanted to get acclimatized, is that a right word? It's a weird word. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not either. Uh, he, anyway, he was in Holland for a long time and he came to my studio and it was brilliant. You know, this guy is so incredibly good. And at that point, I decided I want you on every album I make from now on and I want you on every show that yeah. i do his and, vocal uh, range is insane right i mean it's he, it's, it's really insane something. but but not just that you know he's he can do everything he's yeah, he also plays an everything. amazing guitar player and 
and he writes amazing lyrics. So for this album, he wrote the lyrics for for the for the song Prescient. Because oh. I just couldn't do it. It was so complicated with all these vocal layers. And so I, I just contacted him and said, Mike, you're the only one who can write lyrics for this bastard. And 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 he said, uh, I said, do you have a favorite time song about time? And immediately he said, oh, yes, Primer is my, my is it like this cult movie. And I've seen it 10 times and I still don't understand it. And um, it was made for a few thousand dollars, you know, and it was a big success. So yeah, he wrote the lyrics for for President, and he did an amazing job. So yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah, song. Multi talent. Yeah. Um, well, one of the added things with having all the guests is that you ended up with uh, two discs, or where on the second disc you have different singers. Uh, is that is that the first <clears throat> time you've done that, where you've duplicated the album just with different singers? Uh, I, I'm not sure. It feels like I did it before, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hard to keep yeah track. it's hard to keep track i think the the first aaron album final experiment uh we re-released it and i didn't have any bonus tracks and i didn't have the original tape so then i recorded the whole album mm. again acoustically uh with different singers maybe okay, yeah but but this time it's really exactly the same songs exactly the same arrangements right. yeah but different singers and uh, uh I, I remember i wanted to do it before uh, earlier but uh the guy at the record company he was like i'm not sure if that's a good idea because then you you know maybe you get you get uh some rivalry between singers or or people are saying i like that singer I like he, he was a bit afraid but this time i felt like you know the the guide vocals that jc and uh, marcella sang were so incredibly good you know they were really on the same level as the the eventual singers, uh, <clears throat> so I really wanted to release that. And first, I thought of a bonus disc, I call it Guide Vocals. But then I was like, no, this, this is not Guide Vocals. This is too good, you know. It's this just as really, good, right? Yeah. It's just as good. And then I started inviting uh, other singers, a lot of singers that I I'm good friends with or that I've been emailing with a lot and that I've always wanted to work with but never had the chance. So. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how many singers there are on the, on CD two, but uh, uh, yeah, the, I th I, there must be about seven or something. Or, yeah, I haven't counted and, all the guests. Do you have any idea how many you have on the album? Yes, yes, <laughs> because we did the the, the guessing games, games. That's right. And there were thirty one guessing games. And that is wild. That's that's not including the the other musicians. So there must be about forty musicians uh, on, on so i actually want to talk about the guessing games because those are a lot of fun very uh very different and i'm i'm wondering how do you keep all of this secret every time because you've done this for a while i know um, i know yeah and it's really like top secret stuff it never comes out it, until until you it, absolutely say it went wrong at some point with the previous album where uh, the record company said some sent something to uh, an Italian distributor, uh, and the names were in the email. And the uh, guy accidentally sent that email to someone else, to a journalist, and he didn't know that at the bottom the names of the singers were. So the journalist saw it and put it on on the internet. And luckily, you know, I have my fans are perfect spies. They tell me everything, <laughs> yeah. and they told me, "Hey, the list is on on the on the internet." And Luckily, within five or ten minutes, we got to this guy 
and he took it away. But um, no, but to answer your question, the, the, the singers are, are, I don't even tell them, you know, don't say anything about it. They just know. Oh, you know, really? They, they just know to keep it. Yeah, it's not like they have to sign a contract. You're not allowed to talk about it or anything. They, uh, nay, I, I think yeah, maybe, maybe sometimes I tell them like, hey, man, I'm doing these guessing games. Well, they know, of course, because they all recorded a little uh, uh, reveal video for me so they knew that the guessing games would be coming up and uh, uh, and they all uh, everyone but tony martin i think uh, recorded like a, a reveal video uh, where they say like you guessed right it's me russell allen or whatever <laughs> <laughs> right but that was big fun yeah yeah no fun. that's cool uh the last album i know you you because we spoke about it last you know when you were putting that out um, but it was during lockdown, and, I, and I, if I remember correctly, you you it was a bit more ambitious that you you wanted to do. There was a movie part and in, element involved, true. and, and yeah, all of that. True. And you weren't. Um, do you need to get get that? Uh, no, no, I'll just turn it off. Uh, okay. Oh, Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. I'll come <laughs> back later. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. That's great. Uh, uh, it's always bothering me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it, Shut up, man. <laughs> but, I played so, it myself. <laughs> yeah. you, you had a you had a whole uh, a bit more ambitious idea behind it, yeah. a, a movie project and the whole thing, and and COVID and lockdown kind of was part of what uh, caused you to to change it in the middle. Um, right. Yeah. You know, did that did the same thing because we're still in COVID, unbelievably. Uh, mm. You know, did that affect this album in, in a similar way or? Um, it wasn't as as bad this time around. Uh, basically, in a positive and in a negative way. Uh, the, the positive thing is that usually I ask thirty guests, you know, can you sing on my album? And about twenty of them say yes, and about ten of them are just too busy; they're on tour, you know. Which this time, <laughs> no one had an excuse. <laughs> you know, right? Okay. Yeah. They couldn't say no. Sorry, I'm touring. You know. Because I'd be like, no, no. So this time I asked 30, 30 guests, and they all said yes. You know, that's also how I ended up with two CDs. Uh, right. Because they, you know, they were sitting at home, they were not touring, and they were like, yeah, sure, man, it gives me something to do. And uh, so that was a positive thing. The negative thing basically was that I could not fly them all into my studio, which I basically always do with singers. Because if they're in my studio, you know, I can guide them. And I can grab a guitar and let's try this. And, you know, you get to, to better results yeah. that way. Uh, couldn't do that this time. So I, I had to get uh, guide vocals. I had to have guide vocals that I sent to them, you know, so they know what the melody is. Guide vocals that were really, really, really good. That would really raise the bar for them. Um, so, uh, yeah, in the end, that's not really a negative thing either because it turned out great and I have an extra CD now. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah, basically, uh, uh, it didn't affect me much, you know. The, um, the whole packaging is great too. The artwork, if you want to talk about that a little bit, and uh, at what point does the artwork happen? Um, do, do you have to present what the concept is? Is it after the music is done? Uh, talk about that part. Uh, well, this time I uh, knew it was going to be an Arion from the beginning, which I usually don't know when I start with a project. 
Um, and uh, I knew what the concept was going to be. And I was thinking like, what am I going to do, you know? Uh, and then I thought, I want this big hall uh, with all these clocks and one big central clock and, and all these secret passageways. And I was just describing a Jeff Bettles painting, you know? And Jeff Bettles is the, the guy who painted basically all my Arion albums. And I ha uh, he didn't do the last two Arion albums, so I hadn't worked with him for a while. But I thought this has to be Jeff Bettles and uh, also, the reason I didn't ask him anymore was all his paintings are in my house and we didn't have space anymore. <laughs> we had like eight of his paintings and there was no space. And now I moved into, into like this huge house that used to be a school that's built 100 years ago. So I have plenty of space. So I was like, uh, Chef, I want like the biggest painting you ever made for me. Uh, it's behind me, if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, amazing. Uh, it's yeah it's it's yeah you can see you know i'm two meters so it's uh, 150 by 120 and um, i knew that a lot of people would be saying uh like uh, yeah but chef petals is arion you know and, and this is star one but you know what the hell i think uh, yeah. i like this album so much that you know it deserves a chef petals painting so, but of course I had to be early because, you know, painting a huge painting like that with all these little details uh, takes him uh, at least half a year, you know. So uh, really early, I already uh, asked him and told him my plans and so he could uh, work it into his schedule. When you're working on uh, albums from album to album, do you also try to bring in anything new in terms of guitars instruments things to to also try something new from that angle or or do you always yeah always or do you, yeah. you don't yeah. stick to just this is my favorite guitar it's the one i go with. um i try not to in the end i always do i try <laughs> lots of different stuff and i'm like no you know like synthesize you know i try all the plugins i try all the software all the new stuff and it's getting better but it's still not my analog synths, you know, they still have that sharpness and that, you know, you can't rely on them. They can probably out of tune, but that makes them so cool and so special. Uh, same goes with guitars. Um, I try all these other guitars. I try a lot of different amps, different mics, different speakers. And uh, every new album I make, I spend like two weeks only on that. This time I went to a studio in Holland, uh, Sandlane Studio, where I also record the drums. And like for a whole day, we've just been trying speakers and mics because oh. they have like a lot there, you know. So we tried yeah. like tw 20 speakers and like 40 mics and recorded it all because you can't hear it anymore at the end of the day. And you have to right, record right, it right. and then the next day you have to compare them because for me, I need A-B comparisons. Um, and I also don't want to know what it is, you know, because you might favor it like your own, my own speaker, you know. <laughs> you see, my own speaker sounds right. Today. So you don't even know which one you're listening to. It's like a blind no. blind test. Blind test, and uh, I write it down, and I do that every time. So every time I'm looking to improve my sound and and, and do something different than than what I did before. Does it um, end up where you always end up picking the one? you were going to pick anyway by accident or just your ear goes yes I, that's probably it i'm used to it so I, I always go back to the same speaker but this time there was like one mic 
that gave so much sub, so much power and push in the bottom that I was better than my mic. So I had to grudgingly had to admit that it was better than my mic. So I, then I <laughs> bought that mic. And also I, I discovered the EVH, the Eddie Van Halen amp, um, uh, which which has uh, different settings, has clean settings and grungy settings. And that's very cool. So, so uh, that's new on this album. You know what used to happen to me was I would I would spend time at a guitar store with an amp, and and then when I brought it home, it just wouldn't sound the same. Does that happen <laughs> to you? It, you mean it sound the same? What? It wouldn't sound the same when I brought it home. It, it was no, no, no. But you can't. You know, I really don't understand these guys who are in a shop and they try three guitars. I like that one the best. How can you tell? You know, it's, yeah. it's even like in which order do you listen to them? Right. If you listen to a, a Fender first that has lots of top and then you try in, in a Gibson, you know, which doesn't have that top, you're going to miss the top, you know. But if you would have first listened to the Gibson, you would have said, oh, that Fender is way too sharp, you know. So it, it really matters in which order you listen. And that's why that's I too, always right? record. Yeah. It's that's always compare recordings, you know, the next day and maybe even take a week to, to compare everything and um i love it you would say like it's a tedious job but i love it because because you know you're working on a new album and you want the best sound ever for your album so you have to have a lot of patience for that like that's i, I have yeah uh, so for sound i have i don't have patience at all you know in life <laughs> but for making sound for tone nerding as as, as i call right, it right right um, i mean i have it's important but yeah if you can if you can sit through that and do it it's it's, it's yes. valuable yeah that's yeah, yeah and and uh, the studio likes it too you know they they learn stuff too you know so it's, it, it goes both ways yeah same with the analog synths you know uh, i just hate to use a plug-in and it's a sound someone made for you and i would never use it you know <laughs> <laughs> i want to have this this synthesizer it's all out of tune and you gotta really work to make it right and I can spend hours on that and uh, that's fun. That get, is fun. Get my really own personal sound, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. you, you, as a joke there, you mentioned Paul McCartney, but I, I, I'm wondering how, how, if you are a Beatles fan and, and how uh, big of a Beatles fan you are. The biggest, I mean, that's my number one. Really? Well, well, it's fighting with Pink Floyd, you know, okay. both. Do you have a, uh, what's your, what's your favorite, uh, Beatles album? Uh, weirdly enough, Magical Mystery Tour. I, I don't like the really? movie. I don't like the song. But right. hey, it has I'm the Walrus and it, and it has uh, um, Penny Lane uh, and uh, Strawberry Fields. Strawberry Fields. And, and you know, and, and Fool on the Hill. It just has my favorite tracks on it, you know. If, yeah. if, 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 uh, if they would have been on uh, Sergeant Pepper, you know, which basically was, was the plan, I think, right. eh, to yeah. put Strawberry Fields and, and I'm the Walrus on sergeant pepper it would have been sergeant pepper but um because sergeant pepper has a day in the life you know <laughs> yeah but, i mean uh, that's the oh, the thing that i've always found amazing that there were they had so many songs that the most amazing songs didn't even make it to an album they were you know i know i know the singles yeah. or on magical mystery tour or something yeah. it's amazing yeah. Where well did that's you, just that's just the way it worked, I think. They didn't want to put the single on an album because then people would buy the album and the single 
when they would already have the single and then they would also have to buy the album it's it has you know it makes but they're sense, the only but... band i know that did it that way is it true yeah i i don't every i mean you know all the all the pink floyd hits are on the albums all the you know uh every band that's i i don't know of another band that did it that way that, that they have there's entire collections of of Beatles singles that are like not on. Also, right. there's, there's uh, Arnold Lane. I don't think Arnold Lane was on uh, on the first album. It was it on any album? No. Enough for me. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe that. See one. Emily play. It, it was on Relics, but Relics was sort of like a compilation. Yeah. Thing. Maybe it was a six. <laughs> Maybe it was a sixties thing more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That yeah. might have been it. Did you yeah. watch the documentary? the get back documentary i tried but it was painful for me really? it was painful yeah i was just sitting there and i don't like the album at all and uh I, i'm just uh um ah come on uh the producer i'm thinking of tony martin now because i just mentioned martin george martin ah, george martin shit sorry uh huge george martin fan i mean that's mm. why i like the songs i just mentioned you know there's the production right and he wasn't that so involved amazing. With, that, with that one no and it was just a band playing and and and, and live and shit i, I like uh, cool psychedelic uh well you see the psychedelic colors here. <laughs> right right uh, psychedelic, no it makes sense uh, like the strawberry fields i am the walrus that's exactly the the vibe i know in, i in know i totally get and it. that that was the moment where they decided to stop playing live you know and start experimenting and and george martin he he it was amazing you know the, his his productions if you listen to it on headphones it's uh, fantastic so yeah i tried to watch it and then poor george you know and and, and uh, paul mccartney was and i don't know it was just <laughs> and yoko sitting there of course and, and i don't know we, we, i i haven't given up yet we're, we're watching like 10 minutes after the movie, we're skip watching to like the last, skip to the third one. It's that's you know, the true. Last... Yeah, is that true? Yeah, well, that's, they, that's the one where they perform and okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, on the roof, and there's some you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. I, I'm, okay. I'm a, I liked it, but I sort of am with you a little bit. I, I, at some points, I just wanted them to just play, you know, get, yeah, get to yeah. just get to just playing, yeah, but yeah. there is some cool yeah. stuff in there. Uh, well, cool, man. I, I like talking other stuff with you. This is fun, yeah, yeah. um. Yeah, Let's I, forget yeah. about Star One. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, uh, Star One. Uh, well, we'll call it officially uh, Arian Anthony Lucasen's Star One official name. Uh, Revel in Time, out February 18th. There's a bunch of killer singles out there uh, on YouTube and um, and streaming and everything that you can check out. And uh, I mean, uh, listen, this guy makes more albums than anybody. Uh, so I'm sure we'll have uh, another one after. The, you know maybe that next year and or end of this year or who knows what's going on in your brain there uh always uh, always fun to talk to you sir uh good luck with it cool roy thank you all very right, much man always talk a pleasure you. all right bye thanks to arian for the interview don't forget the new star one album revel in time comes out on february 18th you can check out all the singles out now on youtube and streaming services don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast networks and follow The Prog Report on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and progreport.com. Thanks.